Hello and welcome to Radio 1 Chicago. This is Alex here. Uh, joining. Thanks for joining us this Thursday. Uh, here in studio today, we have Chicago band Mooner. Well, hey. member of band Mooner. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? Not bad. How are you today, Alex? Pretty awesome. Um, well, I'm very excited. Uh, we're going to be doing all acoustic set today. Yep. Um, so let's get started. How about we play a first tune? All right. This one's called Masterpiece. Great. Spells that are gathered by hand from the time that I didn't have you. What did I say when you told me you knew and that I should not be worried? Think of your life with someone like me and tell me it isn't right. All our friends agreed that something was going down. Thanks so much for playing that. That was great. Yeah. Uh, this is very exciting. It's the first time I'm doing all acoustic music in yeah. one of my interviews. I'm very stoked. Cool. <laughs> if the rest of them are like this, I'm very excited. Great. Um, so that was off of the Masterpiece album, yeah. right, from a couple years ago? Yep. Great. And um, you just released a pretty recent album as well? Yeah, my uh, wife and I, Kit, we um, self-recorded and selected our own uh covers record um where we did all covers from stuff that inspires us uh-huh. so um great <laughs> uh so what kind of like influences or kind of inspiration pieces did you get from uh to compile that album 
Yeah, we got a lot of the '80s stuff in there, like mm-hmm. um, ELO's Xanadu, uh, <laughs> and um, there's this great one by the Divinals called "I Touch Myself." Who did that one? <laughs> I, <laughs> I was listening to it earlier. I was going through and just kind of like piecing through some of the some of your songs, and yeah, I. I was at work and I was listening to that one. I was like, "We're just gonna turn that a little <laughs> yeah, work appropriate." My dad, my, uh, my dad, that's the one I'm proudest of. Okay. <laughs> and my dad, however, will not listen to it because no. he's like, "It just, it's a little too much for me." A little it's too, a little too uh, creepy to have my son say that <laughs> real loud. A little too risque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so tell us more about uh, the members of your band. Oh sure, yeah. yeah we got uh, Joe Pruitt on guitar, Steve Slag on keyboard and vocals. We got my little brother Andy uh, Catch on uh, drums, and uh, Nick Harris on bass, and then oh. me. I'm Lee. I'm on guitar and I sing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so kind of a family affair, a little. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, especially this last record, it was just uh, the covers record was mm-hmm. my wife, my brother, and all these guys coming in and doing stuff. Uh, just kind of piecemeal. And does it vary um, album by album? Actually, like it does. Yeah, yeah. we uh, when we finished Masterpiece, which is the re- song for the, the song that I just played, is from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, like had an, all new members come in and work on the on the covers album, and then some mm-hmm. new material that's coming out at some point. Oh wow! But uh, yeah, at this point, there hasn't been a uh, single lineup for one of our releases, so it's been changing, you know, since two thousand nine. Oh wow, yeah. that's that's pretty crazy. How how has that been? Was it just just you know people moving on to different things and yeah. just kind of like you know putting together like a specific sound that you guys are looking for or anything, or is it just like whoever wants to come hang out and you know put this album out with us? Let's yeah, do it. more like that. Whoever's yeah. whoever wants to devote three weeks of their life or whatever to this album, mm-hmm. come on and do it. <laughs> and it's you know we're all friends, and so yeah. people have come and gone. Like we all playing each other's bands we all play on each other's records everybody in the band's a songwriter and they're, they have their own band so it's just kind of this big super band that goes between different leaders i guess or something like that mm-hmm. so since 2009 that's a pretty long time that you guys have been yeah. like a band and kind of like filtering through <laughs> uh, artists yeah. and musicians um so total you have how many albums out is it just the just the one just album the and then mm-hmm. a bunch of uh yeah the, then the covers album and then a bunch mm-hmm. of like singles and stuff from the past yeah how have you performed uh any of the covers albums lives do you feel like that's a pretty big hit with the audiences <laughs> yeah no this is going to be our first time so we'll, we'll find out so on saturday at the hideout um we're doing kind of more, I'm playing acoustic because we're kind of doing a more acoustic version of our usual big set uh, while opening for Daniel Knox, a songwriter. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing one of the covers there and we'll see uh, what people think. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so then when you guys are like playing together, uh, do you guys usually just like decide on, like, oh, I just want to do these acoustic like on my own or like I want to get the whole band together to, to play these? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. When we're playing live, it's it's usually always the band, but mm-hmm. um, it's I think it's a strength of the band that it can go back and forth between different kind of like arrangements, yeah. and sometimes we perform without people and reconfigure it, and so mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of like whatever whatever the situation asks. I think we can we can do it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, well, let's play another one, shall yeah. we? All right. Uh, what do you have in mind in, in terms of lineup? <laughs> I'm going to do uh, Anytime, second song off of our debut album. Perfect. 
Great. Uh, so that was any time off of your debut album, Masterpiece. That's right. Um, so those lyrics were pretty, pretty deep. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, so I know that you said that you, you kind of take like a lot of different musicians like over the years. So how do you kind of define, or how do you kind of like collaborate that writing process? Is it is it collaborative at all, or is it just like one person kind of yeah. like leading it, and then you guys like dive into the like dive into like the theme of the song yeah uh, i write all the songs mm -hmm. for mooner and uh then everybody kind of collaborates on like how the songs come to life so you know i'll generally start just like this and it'll be done mm -hmm. you know the, the basics of it and then you know solos and cool parts that everybody flies in and uh yeah it's it it generally tends to go around my songwriting but at the show on saturday will be uh mm -hmm. since i said before everybody's a songwriter yeah uh, and they have their own like incredible songs that we all learned to play on their records we'll, we'll just play them live so we'll have a couple like steve's gonna play a song and mm -hmm. and my brother andy will play a song so kind of open it up a little bit mm -hmm. yeah so were you always a, a songwriter then yeah yeah i think so i uh, learned the cello when i was eight and then Oh, wow. very quickly went to uh <laughs> to learning like songwriting and putting together little pieces and stuff like that yeah mm -hmm. so uh were you like more inclined uh to do like classical when you were younger or is it just yeah. kind of like like i was in band i had to do cello or something like that or? yeah my parents said like you have to do an instrument mm -hmm. and uh thankfully i just thought the cello looked so cool because you got to sit down and i don't know i found it kind of moody when i was like a moody little kid so yeah i uh i did that and uh but i was a horrible horrible student i never practiced i mm -hmm. uh i didn't really like put any work into it i know the basics now but mm -hmm. like the moment uh bass guitar and guitar and drums and all that stuff like yeah. became available i uh ditched it really quick mm -hmm. yeah so then, like, growing up, was it always kind of, like, taking the influences and, like, your likes of music and be like, oh, you know, like, I want to do, like, you know, rock or I want to do, like, pop rock or something like that, you know, just, like, that's what steered you yeah. in that direction? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, uh, I, don't, I didn't have, a, I didn't listen to a lot of um, music mm -hmm. until probably, like, sophomore year of high school. Oh, wow. Um, mm -hmm. Where some friends would, you know, well, my friend would uh, steal iPods and then he would just give them to his friends. They had like 30 <laughs> gigabytes of music on it. I had some rough friends in the beginning of middle school. Wow. And so uh, he would he gave, just swipe the he iPod. Gave, he gave me one and had like all this music on it. So I listened to that for a little bit. What, what did it have on it that you remember? Uh, you know, the one thing that like started the whole thing for me is uh, this song called Brian, uh, Brian Eno. He's this uh, producer that did like U2 and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um and uh he had this song called by this river and you should go listen to it it's incredibly beautiful and it's this kind of like uh 
weird, surreal uh, piano song. And I was like, wow, how did he do that? And it's like very simple, but mm-hmm. had a lot of depth to it. And uh, so I learned how to, I wanted to learn how to like record myself after hearing that. And that's when I started doing all this stuff. I like didn't, I never really learned how to like solo and all that stuff on the guitar. I just oh, mm-hmm. started recording myself to try and make songs like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, recording and like songwriting are like, you know, the same for me. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah. I saw on the, on the covers album, mm-hmm. uh, you do do like a YouTube cover oh yeah <laughs> that's the one we're doing we're doing yeah. zoo station on saturday yeah. oh nice yeah i feel like that's a, it was a really cool you know it, it was a really interesting cover i, I really enjoyed it because it's like if you're listening to it you're like oh you know this sounds really familiar but yeah you can't, can't really like tie it together until you start hearing the lyrics and you're like oh this is i think that was like one of our more successful ones of <laughs> like uh you know maybe if you didn't tell somebody it was you two they may not put it together till like halfway through or something yeah, uh, yeah. It, it sounds different but yeah unless you know like it's you two then yeah. you're like oh like didn't even know <laughs> yeah my little brother sings on that one. Oh, cool Andy. yeah yeah very cool um so zoo zoo station and then um you said i touch myself was another one oh, of yeah. your fun ones to yeah. work on was there any other ones that i mean i'm sure they're all fun because they're all you know yeah covers, we so. uh cause it was just like it was a time for i bought a bunch of recording equipment and then i used this mm-hmm. uh album to uh learn how to use it all so we tried to like get a lot of variety in there and there's this one song by Robert Palmer called Johnny and Mary, and we wanted to just like completely recreate uh, how that sounded and see if we could just do it. Just listen to the song really closely and learn every part and try and recreate it in our mm-hmm. home studio. So that one was like, and then my wife sang it uh, wonderfully. And uh, so that one was like a experiment that turned into an awesome you know, song that kind of inspired us to actually put together a collection and, and put it out. Mm-hmm. The big thing is that I spent like way too much money on this synthesizer that you'll see <laughs> on the, uh, um, the cover of the album. And, yep. uh, the, um, we just justified buying that, uh, expensive synth by recording a whole album. Every song features it. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have to justify it, you, yeah. I mean, you, you got to play it on every song. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was the idea. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, maybe Kit, uh, maybe this one doesn't need the synth. And she'll be like, yeah, we got to do it. <laughs> uh, was it just kind of like an impulse buy? Then, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, there's this band, uh, uh-huh. or uh, Weezer, uh, yeah. recorded all their synthesizer parts on their second album, Pinkerton mm-hmm. using that same model. And so we saw it come mm-hmm. up on Craigslist in New York, and we we're like, "All right, uh, it doesn't matter how we're gonna do this; we're just gonna buy it." <laughs> and they shipped it, and it's in my living room right now. And right now, <laughs> you're like, every other song from here on out that Mooner does is gonna, <laughs> in, it's oh, gonna yeah. include a synth. <laughs> it has to, yeah. It's got a long half life. <laughs> um, so you said it's featured on the album cover yeah and you have very very unique album covers i was like looking at them and they're very they're very cute they're very like interesting doodles yeah kind of i don't know how else to describe well i did i do uh i do i did the the eml one (laughs) the eml 101 volume one that's the Mm -hmm. cover album and i just i did that one and uh and then we kind of had a similar kind of have a similar strain uh, on all of our records um my friend jeff frankenhauser in oregon Mm -hmm did uh most of the other ones and uh oh, okay. kind of try to do like line drawings black and white yeah. yeah it's like they're they're not like they're not colorful or like bright or anything yeah. but they're just <laughs> very simple like line drawings but they stick out to you and like they're very detailed 
Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, like, they, they, yeah, you're like, phew. I know, yeah, because, you know, it's a little boring. It's a little <laughs> um, straightforward. So are you an artist as well, like on the side, or is it more just like for fun that you kind of just oh, draw? Just, the, just, for, just fun. for fun. I like to draw, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because across like the, the other EPs and uh-huh. the other, you know, tunes that you put out, like yep. they're all featuring like the same, kind of like keeping the same theme, like, yeah. oh, you know, like the black and white, like no bright, you know, right. crazy colors or anything. They're all very consistent. Yeah, it was definitely conscious, <laughs> conscious effort to do that, yeah. <laughs> Well, the synth looks great. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's an amazing piece of machinery. <laughs> Every song now. I'm going to keep a, an ear out. Yeah, for exactly. This. That's part but of the fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, great. So you, you're from Chicago. Is the, the whole band, too? Or like From all over the place, from yeah. All over I, the place. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in Bartlett, Illinois. Oh, cool. And mm-hmm. uh, we got our guitars from, from Rockford, mm-hmm. uh, bassist from Ohio, our keyboardist is from Missouri. Andy, my brother, grew up with me. So we're mm-hmm. kind of from all over. And a lot of us came to uh, the city for that reason, is to play music. And it's been, like, an incredible. I, mean, I went to, to school with Steve and mm-hmm. uh, our keyboardist and just kind of stayed here and yeah. found our found our buds. Yeah. How Was it? Was it mostly for Chicago that, you know, you guys were like, oh, the music scene is, like, phenomenal here. Like, I'm going to stick around. Or was it, like, other reasons, too? Or? Yeah, for me, uh, my wife, Kit, who helped me make the covers album, um, the uh, or we collaborated on it, she came here, and she goes to the University of Chicago, mm-hmm. and she's getting her PhD down there. Um, so we've been here since she started that in 2011 or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But, I, you know, I spent about 10 years in Oregon, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I, sp- I grew up through sixth grade here in in Illinois, and I kind of just wanted to get back as well. And Chicago was like a very mysterious, romantic place when I was a kid, you know, coming in and mm-hmm. seeing the Stock Exchange building and Sears Tower and all that. And I just wanted to kind of be back, yeah. see what it was like. Just like taking the taking the train into the city and it's oh, like, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whole new world in the yep. loop. <laughs> Uh, great. Well, before we play our uh, final song, uh, why don't you tell us all like where we can listen more to your music mm-hmm. or find you on social media? Yeah, we're at uh, facebook.com slash moonerband, moonerband on Instagram, moonerband on Twitter. Do not go to the Indonesian <laughs> stoner rock band who recently also took this name. Uh-oh. But uh, <laughs> we, are, we are the original You'll see Chicago, right? Like yeah. The, okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. They, they're doing quite well. <laughs> they are far more successful. It's all right. It's all right. Shh, they don't, no, they're not. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we're on, we're on all that stuff. Yeah. Great. And then uh, just final time, I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but your next show is on Saturday, correct? Saturday, Hideout, 9 p.m. We're opening for uh, Daniel Knox, an amazing songwriter in, uh, mm-hmm. from Chicago. Uh, it's like our favorite venue one of our favorite people so it's yeah. going to be an incredible night we haven't played in months so come on out yeah for sure awesome well lee thank you so much it was a pleasure speaking with you here at radio in chicago yeah, thanks, hope Alex. you join us again very soon absolutely all right well what's this final song called this one is uh called allison all right <laughs> Oh, 
she shares some of that hope.